Whether you attend Abundant Life's in-person services or you simply watch online, you may have noticed that there's a lot going on on Sundays. There's worship, there's lighting, there's the online setup that you're being a part of, there's the sermon preparation, some next steps. There is so much more going on. But did you know that preparing for that Sunday service goes beyond the Sunday sermon? Today, we're going to take a sneak peek behind the scenes to find out what it takes to get ready for Sunday right here on the Watching World Podcast. Welcome to the Watching World Podcast, a podcast of Abundant Life in Lee Summit, Missouri. I'm your host, Les Norman, and today we're joined by Corey Wieda, Facilities Director and David Jones, Technical Director, both here at Abundant Life. And we're going to start this whole show with Corey Wieda, Facilities Director. Corey, welcome to the show, man. I know you've got this this huge history in TV and radio, right? <laughs> yeah, you're looking at it. It starts right now. starts right now. Well, seriously, thank you. Most people that don't have this background would be like, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. But, you know, we're doing the levels beforehand. You sound good on the radio, man. You got that deep voice and that, yeah, I won't go out. Yeah, you're probably thinking, nope, I don't. I don't want you to start trying. I don't want you to start freaking out. So, okay, Corey, um, first of all, tell us a little bit about your family. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you in. So uh, just just tell us about you. Tell us about your family and and how you came to Abundant Life. Uh, We've been coming to Abundant Life for a long time since uh, I think we started in 2007 is when we started coming as just members. Went for a number of years um, and actually came on staff here in 2016. And uh, my wife and I, have Carrie, wife of uh, 26 years. We have two kids, 20-year-old and 18-year-old girls and love them to death. And they've kind of grown up as well in abundant life and uh, came through the ministries. My wife's very involved with fusion and student ministry. And we've been, we've been at it for a number of years now. It feels like home. And your bride is a rock star. I've had the the awesome privilege of working with her in Fusion as well and, and seeing her as a group leader and what she brings to the table. Truly awesome. You're, you're very blessed, dude. I'm lucky. And so is she. So uh, we'll just get that those particulars out of the way. But okay, so you're the facilities director here. What does your job encompass here at Abundant Life? Um, at the highest level, facilities uh, it kind of encompasses three different areas. We have office management, which handles... Everything from front office, phone, you know, guests as they come in, and then some finance functions as well. And then we have, from a facilities perspective, we have a team of guys that handle maintenance and ministry support on a daily basis. And then security also falls underneath our purview. Awesome. So on uh, on a Sunday sermon, people tune in online, they know the three services come in. Is it just a Sunday thing? When do you start preparing for a Sunday sermon here at Abundant Life? Really, it starts um, as soon as we walk off the stage on Sunday, you're doing activity to get ready for the next week. So you're preparing at the end of the day on Sunday, after the last sermon is over, after the, the final third service is over, you're getting ready and prepping for the next week, which is six days and 21 hours away? Yeah, and in various aspects, for sure. All right. Well, as far as the facilities go, tell us, uh, take us through that process. Tell us what it takes to get prepared for that. From a facilities perspective, you know, ultimately the goal that we have in facilities is enhance between all of our campuses across the various cities that we're in now. We have about 230,000 square feet on 25 acres that ultimately has to be shaped to support ministry. I mean, we're really here just to enhance the ministry experience. 
the balance that we try to do in facilities is that we want it to complement what's trying to happen on a Sunday or what the ministry activity is throughout the week and not distract from it. And, you know, I feel like you could do that in, in either way, either, you know, if we're maintained in, in such a way that's not professional or that's sloppy, that doesn't look good when you come in, when members come in, they'll be distracted by that. And we don't want that to, to happen. But by the same token, we can put so much emphasis on something or enhance something to the point that it becomes a distraction and people wonder, you know, goodness, why are we spending money on this and instead of our energy going somewhere else? So we really are trying to land in a sweet spot that, you know, when you come in, you feel welcome. You have an environment that's going to promote whatever the message is that's wanting to be heard. And then the building disappears and people are just into the message. So is, it, is that the goal, though, to just kind of feel welcome? The aesthetics are great. And then as they come in and they settle in, whether they're online or especially in person, as they settle in and get in their seats and start worship and then preparing for the sermon, is that the idea? And, and here's, it's not the same, but kind of. And I remember listening to our head groundskeeper back when I had played for the Royals. And I had asked him one day, what's your goal out here? You make this look amazing and we have a great field and a great surface to play on, but but what's, what's your vision? What's your goal? And I remember him saying to me, when you start playing the game and you forget about us and just play and can do your best, that's when we know that we've succeeded. Does that sound kind of similar? Yeah, of- very similar. That's exactly what we're trying to accomplish. And you know, that comes from when you enter the parking lot to when you come in the building and ultimately when you're in service, it should be just a handoff that really goes into Jones's area. Once everything is, is starting from a service perspective, hopefully the rest of the building kind of disappears. So you're one guy and we've got more than one campus. And so how are you able to get your finger on the pulse of all that? Because there's people involved and there's indoors and there's outdoors. And, and this is not a small building even here at the main campus. And so there's a lot going on. How are you able to kind of keep your finger on the pulse of everything that's going on and, and get everything prepped for those six days for Sunday Sermon? Yeah, well, it's definitely not me doing all the work. I have a great staff, great team of people that are all like-minded. And uh, as we've grown and expanded, one of the things that we found out several years ago is that at the scale of what we're doing, we have to become efficient to be effective. And we've started for years, actually, now we've kind of got... Um, a philosophy, so to speak, within our department where we say consistency comes from documentation, efficiency comes from organization. Mm, that's so good. all the things that we try to do need to kind of to be organized and be in an organized fashion where we can even support those functions. So we have a team of folks that, that deal with maintenance. Um, we have a team of folks that deal with setup. I mean, we kind of split what our responsibilities are up into, you know, care for the building, care for the grounds, and then also support in preparation for a ministry event, and then on-site support for an event whenever it's happening. And we scale that according to what the event would be. But throughout the week, it involves, in, in about a month, we have um, a work order management system where we identify areas that need maintenance, whether it's proactive or whether something's compromise and we need to fix. So the guys are doing over a hundred type activities a month on average wow. uh, just to get ready for a Sunday. A hundred. And, and it's a varying things. I mean, we have, you know, people on the team, we have guys that are kind of tagged with overall responsibility for uh, grounds versus maintenance and then versus setup. And, you know, we have, um, you know, part of our protocol is we walk the space and make sure if there's scuffs on the wall or problems with the floor that we try to address it, get it cleaned back up. So ideally the building uh, is in a 
you know, feels like new condition all the time. And we see that really as part of the responsibility of taking care and you know, being a steward of the resources that all of our members, when they contribute, I mean, all of that's going towards having equipment and a facility that needs to be ready for whatever we're, we're going to do on a Sunday to share the gospel or to get a message across. That's awesome. So uh, I've been here, I think, going on almost 14 years now, 13, 14 years. And I, I, I want to give you a compliment here, and not just you, Corey, but, but your whole staff over the years. Um, it has been truly amazing, and, and especially over the last few years that I've been re- part-time staff involved in Fusion as a volunteer, and then part-time staff, and now a volunteer, and now doing the podcast again. I'm here Sundays and sometimes Thursdays, and then Tuesdays this week, and then Mondays and Fridays and all the time. And your team is always working hard. Uh, the place it looks fantastic inside and out all the time. And I, I can't walk down the hall without, if I see you, there's a smile, how you doing? Um, I think Caleb Rhymes has said maybe uh, 852,000 times, is there anything I can do for you yeah. today? I mean, your team is truly uh, models what a servant should be. And that is living, that, that's living proof of a loving God to a watching world on the inside, as well as to the outside when people come to church or watch online. And so I just want to say thank you for that. It doesn't go unnoticed. This is an amazing place to come. We know that we have been blessed here at Abundant Life with great buildings and people see, you know, oh, it's a great building. It's beautiful architecture and structure. But I want people to understand that there's so much that goes into maintaining not just this campus or the buildings of this campus, but other campuses that are out there as well as part of Abundant Life. And uh, you've just done a fantastic job, you and your team. And so uh, on behalf of someone that just hasn't been employed here, but also someone that has worshiped here for a lot of years, you and your team have done a fantastic job. And thank you for your friendship, your hard work, your commitment. And uh, it just continues to amaze me how it's easy for us to think the word smoothly because it probably doesn't always go smoothly. But for those that come here, worship here, both in person and online, it always has the air that, wow, that just runs so smoothly. And I know there's problems people don't know again, but uh, just thank you for all that. You and your team, it's been truly amazing to watch you guys work both on the outside, but on the inside watching the guts, so to speak, as well. So great job, man. Thanks. Well, that comes a lot from the team. I mean, you mentioned Caleb and really everybody else on the team as well. They have ultimately a heart first for people and then for the buildings. And, you know, we have that context of people are what matters. Yeah. Um, And they know all the details that are behind the scenes that we try to keep track of so nobody else has to. And, you know, just for example, from the perspective of on a Sunday, when do we start getting ready for the next Sunday from a ministry perspective? All the other ministries, whether it be family ministry or groups, men's, women's, et cetera, fusion, paradigm, a lot of times those sermon series are connected. You know, you're going through something throughout the week. So there's all these events throughout the week and all the spaces that complement what needs to, you know, climax on the next Sunday. And, um, you know, the guys run around with a smile and they're trying to keep track of over 100 different HVAC (laughs) units and schedule it based on building use and... Um, it just, you know, there's all kinds of little details that, um, that I appreciate that they pay attention to, to where it kind of goes back to our original goal where the building can kind of disappear and, you know, people can come and worship or learn depending on what their event is. Well, this is an amazing place to be. It's an amazing place to work. It's an amazing place to worship and grow closer to God in that community. So one more time, uh, Corey Weedoff, our facilities director, 
Thank you so much uh, for all that you've done. Truly awesome, man. Thank you. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and bring in David Jones, our technical director here. Um, if you are one of those people that have come to Abundant Life before, um, you know, you see furniture, the temperature's great, the uh, the floors are clean and shiny, there's no trash, the the bushes, the everything is mowed, uh, the, and that's just what you see. You don't know the blood and the guts behind everything, and this team uh, Corey Weed's team and facilities has truly been amazing. So now we're going to bring in David Jones, the technical director here at Abundant Life. Uh, Jonesy, as he's so beloved, a, a Rudy fan, right? Yes, sir. A Rudy yes, Rudiger fan. Yeah. So uh, welcome in. Um, it's great to have you here. We're now hitting an area that I've my entire life, if I didn't have two boys that even knew a little bit, which they're pretty smart with technical things, um, they've pretty much held my hand my whole life. And so uh, this is an area that I am not uh, very good at at all, but with so many things technical to get ready for a Sunday sermon, I, I just want to ask you one question, just sit and listen for an hour. I know we don't have that time, but before we even get to that, I'm excited to hear about your expertise as well. But before we get to that, tell us about you, how you came to Abundant Life and your family. Yeah. So Les, thanks for having me. Appreciate sure. it so much. Um so we came, uh, I'm from Indiana and my family and I came here four years ago. It's my Midwest brother, that a baby. Yeah. And uh, a reason for being a Notre Dame and Rudy fan coming from Indiana. Right. Uh, but uh, we came here about four years ago. I've grew up in the church. My stepdad was associate pastor of the church I grew up in. So ministry has always just been a part of my life, who, who I am and what I do. And uh, as I pursued that um, throughout, you know, life after high school, um, I found that a good vehicle for me to get into ministry happens to be um, the creative art side, the technical side of uh, of church, and so um, it kind of I kind of I guess I kind of worked it backwards as I was ministry minded first and just wanted to achieve the vision of the overall uh, the vision of the pastor or my leader or whatever, and found an avenue to do that, which was through um, the production side or creative art side of of worship and services. So, Well, tell us about your family. Married? Kiddos? Yeah. Um, me and my wife have been married 13 years. We have seven kids. Woo! Um, yeah, hey, can we get him some water in here? <laughs> get him a pillow or something? Wow. Uh, our oldest is 16 and youngest is three. So. so sleep has not become an option for you anymore. I, actually, our kids are great. We homeschool and our kids, um, they're night owls, but they also can sleep till noon. So. Right. Well, now I have new respect for your bride as well for homeschooling seven. Oh, yeah. She is the backbone of our household, makes everything function, and nothing would happen without her. That's sure. awesome. That's a great shout out, man. Okay. So when we were talking with Corey right after the, sun, the, the final service on Sunday, he's prepping for all week for the next week, a hundred events over the course of a month, or he's keeping track of him and his team. So all similar questions to you. Um, I guess I'll start with the broad. What what are your duties? What does it take to get ready for a Sunday sermon on the technical side? Yeah, so, you know, we support a lot more than just the Sunday, but specifically to Sunday, we start planning, um, I would say, at least two, three weeks in advance wow. for anything that's going to be happening in that service, um, whether it's a special moment in worship or an illustration that our pastor will use on the stage. Um, we've got to start planning weeks in advance to get that prepared and ready. Um, but on just the regular tasks, same as Corey, as soon as Sunday service is over, um, we're prepping for our next event, which is a lot of times Monday or Tuesday. Um, so uh, we're flipping that space almost daily to make the next event happen. Wow, that's amazing. And so um, 
on a, is it video? Is it, is it clips? Are you working throughout the week? What are some of those things? Like if, if, if Pastor Phil's speaking one day and says, okay, in two weeks, I'm speaking on this sermon and this is an illustration. Are, are you researching things or what, what's part of the technical thing that you have to do really to get ready for those particular things that happen? Yeah. So, um, a lot of times, you know, we'll go, we'll sit at a sermon prep meeting and find out what his vision is for an illustration for a sermon. And we begin um, just researching and, and trying to find what is going to be the best thing to communicate what he's trying to communicate. A lot of time that happens from uh, the sermon prep team, some pastors and, and staff that are in that. Um, and then I get to speak into, you know, what is a possibility on our stage? What will look good on camera? Because not only are people watching online, but we have campuses that are video venues. And so that illustration has to communicate to them as well um, over camera. And so, uh, you know, we've got to speak into that. Um, and obviously, there's just a limited um, amount of space on that stage. There's a limited, there's, there's just limitations that we have. And we have to think through all those limitations and those variables so that not only everybody in that room, but everybody who's watching online, who's watching at campuses can uh it just communicates well and they can understand the illustration that he's trying to make. So, so there's got to be an artistic eye there too. It's not, it's not just the, well, we're preparing and we're doing this, this, and this. You got to be able to kind of see where he's going, maybe where he walks, different ideas, communication with Pastor Phil or Chad Glover, whoever's speaking that time. There's also that, that part of the eye, it seems, in, in the artist side of you that has to kick in a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I would say anybody that's uh, on our team, you know, we couldn't do anything that we do without our volunteers for sure. But all of us, I think typically we get uh, a stereotype of, you know, we're tech guys, we're, you know, um, introverted. and But there's a lot of creativity and artistry that goes into what we do and uh, um, definitely couldn't do it without them. But from lighting to the video shots, uh, the camera shots that we've got to we've got to take, you know, we're, we are taking a, an overall vision. You know, the content is king. What is being presented is the most important thing. But we have the opportunity and responsibility to convey that message um, in a compelling and motivational way to where people can connect with God, take their next step that they need to take with Christ. And so um, not only is it a technical thing, because we have to know how all these systems work and make it happen, but there's an artistry side, too, in capturing these ideas and the vision for these services uh, in a compelling way that moves people. That's that's amazing, because when you think about the technical side of things, you're thinking, well, you're just kind of a bridge, you're supporting it, but you're telling me that your mindset is a biblical mindset in the sense that what you do is you're, you're trying to convey people to grow closer in their relationship or someone to be introduced to Christ for the first time. The technical team, you're taking all those things in mind as well? A absolutely. And we, you know, the vision of our church um, is to be living proof of a loving God to watching world. And we take that very serious in every decision that we make. Just like what Corey was saying with facilities, uh, I think you actually brought it up, but it was, you know, we want our team to disappear. We tr we're trying to create a distraction-free environment where people can um, encounter the presence of God. Um, so if you notice something that we do, it's it's kind of a failure on our part, really. You know, whenever, you know, it's going to happen, but we have complaints about certain aspects, whether it's lighting or audio. And those that's really disappointing because that means we didn't achieve what we set out to achieve. Uh, we want people to be able to sit in those seats and experience God, and they don't think about the technology. They don't think about how things are being presented. They are just connecting with the worship that's happening, they're receiving the word that's being preached, and that our department just disappears 
and just becomes a vehicle for that content to be conveyed. You know, grace does abound though, right? <laughs> you know, there is grace. I know we all want to do a great job, but uh, yeah, there grace abounds. So uh, last thing before I let you go, um, I remember the first time I spoke at a, at a fusion night. I wasn't on staff yet a few years ago. I was, I was giving a sermon. And so I, I came in and went backstage probably for the first time. And I'm looking at the equipment they have back there. And I was getting my mic on. And then I went in the back where, you know, kind of uh, at the base where you guys, some of you guys sit during the service. Um, and I know there's rooms back here in the guts of the church. And there is so much equipment. You talk about overwhelmed. I had to stop and stand there for a second. Like who in the world knows how to run all this stuff? I mean, there are rooms and screens and and levers and pulleys and computers like I've never even seen before. How do you guys even manage all that stuff? Yeah, well, so I mean, it takes a lot of people. Um, we could not do what we do without our volunteers. And I've got two great staff members as well. Um, you know, we've hired some people who are expertise in their specific realm of production. Um, but our volunteers are uh, just top level leaders. Um, they really dive in and own the areas that they that they um, oversee. And, uh, and it just takes really, really talented people who are committed to the vision of the church and, and to the giftings that God has given them. Amen to that. So here's what I want to to branch out to our listeners. It's like if if we were to go to a restaurant, it's so easy for people to complain about this or complain about that. But how many people actually say if they have a server that did a really good job would go to the manager and say, hey, our server was fantastic. This, this was awesome. This was awesome. Each week, um, like I said, with Corey and, and what I've seen over the years um, with your team and, and all the things that you guys do to prepare and now to hear you for the first time talk about how you're really involved in the vision and the vision and mission of the church and and how high the standards you keep for you for you guys. I just want to give you the, the greatest compliment that each week, you know what's perfect and what isn't. You, of course, are going to see that, like me and my expertise. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to a, a podcast playback. I'm going to think, oh, there's too many ums in that. I shouldn't have taken a breath there. I should have stretched that out. I should have asked this. And I get those same things. But to do what you do with your volunteers, with your staff, but in the amount of things that you have to put together, you and your team, uh, Jonesy, are absolutely fantastic. So I want to say thank you and to all of our listeners as well. We can complain about a lot of stuff, but if if you're watching online or you come and there's something good, let these guys know. Send an email to the church. Send something to Corey. Send something to David and say, hey, I, I just want to thank you. I noticed that because a lot of times you guys, at least from where I sit, you guys aren't the people that someone's going to say, hey, great job. I noticed this and that was amazing. That video, the way you put it, uh, the way that screenshot was there, the way the camera was there or the sound, the lighting was unbelievable. The background was great. Let these guys know because it can be a thankless job and you guys aren't just showing up on Sunday, turning on a computer or grabbing a broom or moving a couch or mowing some lawn that day or trimming a hedge. There's so much more into it that goes beyond the Sunday sermon. So, Jonesy, thank you so much to you and your team for all that you do, man. Well done. Thanks, man. It's our pleasure, and thanks for having us. Absolutely. So, uh, again, that was uh, Corey Weida, Facilities Director, and David Jones, Technical Director at Abundant Life. Go to livingproof.co if you want to listen to the podcast, but you want to check out the sermons. And don't forget, especially if you come here in person, um, what you see when you're driving down the road. When you pull in the parking lot and that, that parking team that's directing you and waving high to you and the music that you're hearing as you come into the building, 
and the, the incredible floors and furniture and the way things look and the way things smell and disinfecting after services, especially in the middle of a pandemic. And then when you go in and you, you see the lighting and hear the music and the cameras and the way it's presented, don't forget there are hardworking, uh, amazing, wonderful people like Corey and David and their teams that are behind all that. So uh, again, the website, livingproof.co. Let them know what you think. Uh, for more information about Abundant Life in all aspects, you can simply, again, go to livingproof.co. For my guests today, Corey Wieda and David Jones, I'm Les Norman. Thanks for joining us on the Watching World Podcast.